On today's show, Luka Doncic and Slovenia take on Greece without Giannis again in a FIBA preparation game. Luka goes down with an injury. How bad was it? And what did we see from Slovenia? Before that, we'll talk about that and more on today's Locked on Mavs. Welcome in Locked on Mavs. We are covering Slovenia like their Dallas Mavericks game. So we're going to do some post games for them. As many as we can get access to over here in the United States. Slovenia loses to Greece in this one. The final score doesn't really even matter in this game. But wanted to talk about a couple of things. What we saw from Luka. How bad was his injury? What do we see from that? Vlako Chanchar, his injury as well. That one looked a lot worse. And then what we saw from Slovenia. There's one glimmer of hope in the wreckage that was this game. That was this game but... Uh, this is a FIBA preparation game. So Slovenia and Luca are working towards the FIBA World Cup that's coming up later on in August and then into September. And so these are just friendlies, exhibition games, preseason preparation type games. So this doesn't count for anything. It's just trying to get the team ready. And boy, does it look like that they need it. So let's start with what we saw from Luka Doncic. So Luka's injury in, in about the... You know, two and a half minute mark left in the second quarter. Luka Doncic is on defense. He's fighting through a screen. And then it looks like he bangs knees with a defender. And he just immediately goes down and goes down like leans over. Doesn't He's not on the floor, but he's leaning over, grabbing his knee. I posted it on Twitter, at Nick Van Exit. Also, the Mavs blog, who's been awesome on Twitter, posting a lot of clips from this. He, they posted this as well. So you can go check out that clip if you want to see the actual injury with Luka. But he... Keels over, he's holding his, he's just rubbing his knee a little bit, and then he limps off the floor. He does limp off in his own power, which I think is good. I'm not Dr. Brian, I'm not Brian Suterer, so I'm not going to say what I think this injury is, but it did not look too bad. Although, it didn't look like a boo-boo either. We talked to, I talked in, in the first game, so if you didn't listen to the first um, post, the first Lavinia post game I did the other day, you can go listen to that one. He had a couple of different injuries here and there where I was like, all right, these are just Luca boo-boos, where he... Looks like he's really hurt really seriously, but then he gets up and he plays the rest of the game. He did not come back in this game. So this happened right at the end of the second quarter. He's rubbing his knee. He limps off the court. He doesn't start the second half. He doesn't play the rest of the game. So maybe a little bit more than a boo-boo, but I don't think it was very serious. I'm not super worried about it. I think he's going to be fine. I think if this was a normal game, maybe even a regular FIBA World Cup game, he may have continued to play, but why chance it? There's no point in chancing it. And there's no point in chancing it for a friendly like this. So he doesn't have to fight through it. He doesn't have to work through it. Giannis isn't playing, so it's not even maybe that fun for him to compete against somebody. So there's no point in him coming back. The question then becomes, does, you know, should he shut it down? He's had three, you know, injury type things in the first game. He had an injury type thing in this game where he doesn't come back in the second half. Should he shut it down? Should he continue to do this? And I'm curious what you guys think. I think I know how this is going to be split, but in the comments, let me know, should Luka Doncic shut it down and not play in FIBA, even though he wants to? We know that Luka wants to play in these World Cups. It's not even, to me, it's not even a question. Yeah, keep going. He, he wants to, this is what he wants to do. He wants to represent his country. It means a lot more to him than it would for us from the U.S. to like represent your country. It just doesn't have that same meaning from a country of 2 million people in Slovenia. So, Think about representing like, oh, if you were in a competition with everybody in the U.S. to represent your city, you know, to represent Dallas, to represent this area, like an area like that, that, that's almost the same as like representing Slovenia. The U.S. is just such a big thing. We don't really have a concept for, I want to represent my country because there's just so many 
so many people, so many different things going on all the time like this. Slovenia and basketball, it's such a big deal. And Luca wants to represent. And I understand that. And so for me, it's not even a question. I don't think he should shut it down unless it's more serious than I thought it was, which I'm not a doctor. But he's going to keep playing. He's going to keep playing through these. I think he's going to come back. I think he'll be fine. They have another. They have a couple more preparation games. This isn't the last one. They have, I have them in my calendar. They have another one coming up on Tuesday, the 8th, at least Tuesday in the U.S., uh, Slovenia versus Croatia. I think they're going to play. I think it's Croatia. That game may have actually been changed now that I think about it. They're playing Spain on Friday. Um, and then they're also play, they'll play Team USA on Saturday. So those are the next ones coming up. So he's got a couple of days. He's got three days, three full days of rest before the next game. So I expect him to come back. I don't think it's a big deal from what I saw. We'll see if Dr. Brian, if Brian Suterer uh, weighs in on this one at all. If he, if he does, he'll probably have a video on it. He's amazing at it. We've had him on this podcast before and uh, I'll I'll post that on on Twitter or post it on our uh, YouTube community tab but what I saw from Luca outside of the injury he was awesome he was doing everything I mean Luca had 18 points at the half he did not start the second half so that he finished with 18 I believe also there's no stats on these games because they're exhibition I can't find stats anywhere for for anything so I'm just going off of what I'm watching and then every once in a while I was listening on, I was, I was watching on courtside. If you subscribe to the, the subtext, I'll send you the links. I'll send you the, uh, you know, the links before every game on how to watch it and where to stream. The stream that we were watching was in Greek. So I, I didn't understand anything the announcer said pretty much the whole game, except for some, you know, English words here and there. But what I saw from Luca was awesome. The, Slovenia went down uh, by seven at the beginning of the game. Luca immediately said, we got to get something going. He stepped back three. Then Luca with about five minutes left in the first quarter, was driving on the left side, stopped, pull up, lean back, knee out, Dirk shot in the lane. I did understand the announcer saying that. I did hear him say Dirk when Luca took that shot and when he hit it. So you got to appreciate that from that announcer. But Luca hit the Dirk shot in the lane. I mean, he so he was hitting three-pointers, mid-range stuff. He had another mid-range shot. Blog, Blog Maverick posted this as well, and I retweeted it. Uh, where Luca was on the, the right side and he was running. This was like a Steph Curry in motion running shot where he's he's falling falling into the baseline, like fading towards the baseline, hit that jumper from the mid-range. Luca had some drives where he was getting fouled. He went to the free throw line, hit a couple of free throws. I mean, he was just doing everything, it felt like. Another fading jumper, uh, pull up three, driving and one. Like he just had a bunch of things going, and you love to see that the the diversity of Luca's game, the diversity of the things he can do. The thing that makes him so special is not just oh he can hit step back three, oh he can get to the free throw line. He could do all the things: post up, mid range, you know, pull up three, spot up three, all kinds of. He, not not so much the catch and shoot threes from him, but we've seen so many different things that he can do with the ball in his hands. And so you love to see it. That's what we saw, at least before the injury. We saw some really great offensive diversity from Luca. And that's what I was really excited to see from Luca. Uh coming up, I want to talk about the what I saw from the rest of Slovenia because it was just a mess. I, I, but there was one bright spot that I'm excited about, and I hope that we'll we'll continue to see more of it going forward. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Ibotta. Ibotta has you covered. If you want cash back on grocery items or all kinds of things, Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care, pantry goods, all that stuff. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. You could use your cash back to do anything that you want. Other apps will just give you points. 
that don't, that don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out in your bank account, PayPal or gift cards, all that stuff. Again, check it out. It's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED. When you register, go to the App Store, Google Play, download the free Ibotta app, use the code LOCKED. Again, that's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store. Again, use the promo code LOCKED. I never get tired of hearing that. <laughs> it's like at a press conference and a bunch of players come in and start chanting it. I love it. Let's talk about the rest of the, the team and Slovenia. Um, they're a mess without Luca on the court. I mean, even more even more exaggerated, exacerbated than than in the past. It's it's bad without Luca. I mean, you have you have Clement Preplovich that comes off the bench. He's like their point guard setup guy when Luca is not on the court. He plays like Trey Young. I mean, he's not as good as Trey Young, obviously, but he plays like Trey Young, where he'll take these crazy pull-up threes, these crazy, you know, fadeaway threes, these, you know, no, like hand in his face. He doesn't care. He's putting it up. And he got it going a little bit in the first quarter and hit a couple of shots. And that's how the Slovenia's offense finally came back. They were down what, like 20 to nine. I think they're down 23 to 10 at one point. And then they came back and almost had it tied at the end of the first quarter. And it's because of Prepovich. Prepovich came in and started hitting some shots, but he, he hits shots for himself and he hit, and he can hit some crazy shots, but when they're not going down, it's, it looks bad. I mean, it just looks, looks really awful. Uh, and so he kind of stepped up a little bit, but this is who I, this is what I've been waiting for with the Slovenia teams. Who else steps up besides Luca? Prepovich did a little bit in the first quarter, but with Luca's injury, we saw, at least I saw for the first time, I I don't remember seeing this guy before. He's very young. Uh, Ziga Samar, 6'6 guard, 22 years old. He's playing in the Bundesliga th- this past year. And he's he's got something. He's got some, he had a couple of moments in this game where he drives and finishes. He drives and throws a really great pass. Uh, in the third quarter, we saw him really great take with about seven minutes left. Uh, he takes a drive, gets to the block, uh, hesitates one way, backs up the other way, hesitates, gets the, gets two defenders to like fly past him trying to close out, close out on the on the block. Who's closing out on the block? And he uh he hit the hit the layup there. He had another good drive. He missed it, got the rebound and then a great pass, a no-look pass that nobody saw coming under the basket a little bit later in the third quarter. Another great pass to a cutter a minute later. I just saw some really good things from him. I think he can be I think he can be some of what they need, a big guard that can make some plays, that can kind of be a Luka clone in there. He's not as good as Luka. I don't think he gets his shot as well, obviously. It's weird that we talk about him as such a young guy, and he's like two years younger than Luka. But I think he can give him something. I don't know if if they're going to trust him being so young. He's 22. He's coming in, and he's not at the level of Luka, and so you don't just automatically give him respect, give him trust like that. In, in European basketball, it doesn't seem to work that way. We've seen guys come to the NBA and, and get more opportunity than they did in Europe because they're much younger and all that. And so we'll see what happens. But Samar, number four, I'm, I'm interested. I, I need to see some more. That's the one bright spot I saw from this game because he's somebody that I hadn't been, I hadn't seen before in Eurobasket, Olympics, FIBA, all the stuff that we've watched from Luca and Slovenia in the past. I haven't I don't I don't remember seeing him. And so I I noticed him in this game and I think he's somebody that they could build some stuff off of that he they could bring him up and hopefully make him that other creator that they just need so badly. All right, the bad. 
Worse than Luca's injury, I think, was Vlako Chanchar's injury. Chanchar goes down about three and a half minutes left in the game. The game's over. I don't know why he's still out there. He's a starter. They need him. He's the only other NBA player on this team. He goes he goes for a dunk in transition. There's a player right next to him, like literally on his body as he as he drives and jumps for the rim. It looked to me at first like he hyperextended his knee. It may have been worse than that. He comes down on his knee and he just immediately goes to the floor. He's on his back. He's holding his knee close to his chest with two hands. And he had to be carried off the court. That's not that's not good for, for the Nuggets or for this Slovenia team because Chanchar had been a guy that was starting for them. Him and Zoran Dragic had been two pretty good wings that can kind of do a lot of things on the court, and they needed that really badly. I'm worried about Chanchar. I, that didn't look good. I don't expect him to play in any more of these preparation games. I, I honestly don't expect him to play in any more of FIBA, how bad that looked. But again, I'm not Brian Suter. I'm not a doctor, so... I don't know how bad actually it was. We'll see what happens in the next couple of games here, but it lo- it just looked really bad. So that one was that one was awful. That's really bad. What what else I saw from Slovenia? Their defense just got carved up in this game. I mean, Greece is playing without Giannis, and they don't have a ton of like really good guards. I don't think, at least from what I've seen these last two games. Papa Giannis is really good. He got drafted in the NBA in the first round, but he's a big that can do a couple of things around the basket and shooting and things like that. They Greece hit a ton of threes in the first game. I don't, I didn't see them hit as many again. I don't have any stats, but to me, it didn't look like they hit as many as they did in last game. The thing that really hurt Slovenia a ton was their turnovers. I mean, they had so many plays where you're watching a player and I know I'm just sitting home on a couch and watching them, but they had a, a you know, a player is in a position where they, they have the ball, they pick it up and say, all right, this player now with the ball in their hands, they pick up their dribble. They have like four options and maybe 10 or 12 times. They picked the absolute worst of those four options every time. I mean, it's just so many bad passes here and there. Just terrible turnovers turned into transition for Greece. And then Greece got easy buckets. And once you get some easy buckets and build those up, that's how you really build your lead up. And so we saw some really bad turnovers from Slovenia. Their defense got really carved up in this game from shots, from stuff at the rim, from everything. I'm worried about their centers. I'm worried about Slovenia's centers too. Again, Jordan Morgan is their starting center for right now. Don't know what's going on with Mike Toby. I think they're trying out Jordan Morgan and then they'll go to Mike Toby. If you know in the comments, let me know because I I, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, I haven't read any stories. I've been Googling it all day (laughs) trying to figure out what's going on with that. But Jordan Morgan played at Michigan, played with Tim Hardaway Jr. from uh, 2010 to 2014. Jordan Morgan's at Michigan, but he's like, Six seven six. He's shorter than Luca, and he's playing center, and he's pretty good in the pick and roll. Can't really defend that well. Doesn't really rebound that well. He's a good passer. He can have the ball in his hands and like create off the dribble a little bit for a big. Uh, he's a lot like Dwight Powell. <laughs> he really is a lot like Dwight Powell, but he's starting for this team. And then you bring in Demich, and Demich is a little bit bigger. He's about six ten. He's a real you know thick guy. He's more like a Zubots or somebody like that. But he's even he's not as dominating, make some mistakes. And so that if those are your two bigs, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about playing against some of the other teams in this competition um, that have Embiid, <laughs> you know, like that have Embiid or Jonas Valanciunas or uh, who, who's playing for the U.S. Bam out of bio, I think. It, I mean, they're just going to really struggle against some of those teams. And so I'm still worried about their bigs. But give me more Ziga Samar. Give me some more of that guy. That was the one bright spot in this game outside of Luka's diversity of offense. 
Give me more of number four, Samar. I liked that guy. I liked what I saw today. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Locked On Mavs. We'll be back on probably uh, – we'll definitely be back on Monday or Sunday night with a Mavs episode. But I'll do more of these Slovenia-type you know, quick breakdowns after the games coming Tuesday and then again Friday. And we'll see if we can get some Australian ones too. Josh Green and Dante Exum playing, so I think we'll have to cover those as well. See what's going on with Dwight Powell in Canada. Uh, appreciate every one of you guys. Thanks so much. Peace out. Boom.